Hello and welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, my friend. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to us. <laughs> um, so, guys, I'll just go get it out of the way. Trigger warning. I'm going to cry and talk about a dead animal. Just briefly, though, because I don't feel like getting into it more. Uh, last weekend. Oof. Bo suddenly had a blood clot and I it was bad and I had to euthanize him and it was really bad and that's my cat in case someone's new and they think it's something else um yeah so everyone who's listened knows that I have a long obsession with my cat he's a, a bad boy and <laughs> and like all bad boys he has left me broken hearted so um and i cannot believe how i'm handling it like just being a fucking wreck for so long like it's been one week (laughs) and you had to work all week i think it's also like the isolation of it all since like we're both you know so um no you you woke up a day later and worked all week and did comedy it thought of comedy for tv for a whole week and i think (sighs) you have earned a weekend and as many weekends as you need and want to be upset it's really upsetting yeah it's really upsetting (sighs) so anyway that's my news um yeah it was bad and now i feed a bunch of feral cats with all of his leftover cat food (laughs) (laughs) and people have been so nice so people have reached out like thank you so much like that has been like the there is no silver lining i i don't I, I, this is not an experience that I'm getting about like it was a beautiful last moment. It wasn't as bad. Um, uh, he had a long life. He didn't. He was young. He was four years old. Um, you know, like it. Uh, he knew it was time to go. He didn't. It was he. He was ready to live forever. So, um, so all of that. No silver lining. But everyone has been so nice, and it's made me feel so cared for in a way that like I don't know that I'm usually able to accept. So like that has been really, you know, heartening for me. Yeah. (sighs) And then uh, the two other little cats that have been coming around these two uh, on Monday, I told you just that um, I saw a little black cat outside my window and it like stopped my heart. It looked so much. (laughs) Yeah. You sent a photo to me and Trish and it it was, it was like jaw dropping how much. So much like Bo. Um, and I was like, God, he's haunting me so fast. But, um, it, there was two black cats that have been coming around and apparently they have an owner, so I can't trap them and neuter them like I was planning. (laughs) I was going to trap them, neuter them and put them back outside guys. And I recommend everyone else. If you see some cats, trap them and neuter them and ask questions later. (laughs) But I I did find out. I like posted on uh, next door. So I found out they, they do have an owner who's like, LOL, they're not feral. And I was like, you're 23. Cause it says it in your, profile for some reason and i (laughs) fucking hate you for letting your cats roam around los angeles literally a quarter mile from a forest with full of coyotes you can't be having outdoor cats in our neck of the woods if you live on a farm or you're like you know you have like a quiet little suburban neighborhood that's fine but like literally like 
It's no. insane of that person. And I'm going to trap her cats and neuter. No, I'm not. I'm going <laughs> to, if I, if I get the black cats, I'm going to let them go. And um, I'm going to look for that old gray man. There's a gray man with a limp and I'm going to, I'm going to trap him. Not me personally. I'm an organization. Calling a <laughs> yeah. place to do it. Yeah. Well, so. I know a lot of people will really, uh, I think listeners of this podcast have like really been along the journey of you and Bo um, from when you found him and brought him into your life and to have shared so many uh, incredibly insane stories. A lot of, <laughs> of the trademark Marcy of me comes from like you showing me <laughs> insane scratches and like your journey. Your journey is like with Bo is really like, I think tethered, um, to this podcast. And for people who've been listening along, I had a cat for a time who was a maniac and there was a, a real period of like putty and Bo and people checking in. And, um, I encourage you to go back and listen. There was some truly chaotic <laughs> stories, but I, I have been so, um, moved just as the co-host of this podcast and your friend by how many people reached out, um, and sent art and um, just love you and love Bo. And uh, it, I thought it was really sweet. Um, so thank you to, the, yes. to everybody for doing that. And and Jess, thank you because you've been uh, oh, very wow. much there for me in a socially distant way. But <laughs> it's been very... When I went over to your house first thing the next morning, <laughs> stumbled out of bed and like went to your home. Like, we're like, just I'm sitting outside with masks on. <laughs> I, I Sobbing had... into a mask is a nightmare. <laughs> because to go in, like I was, I had to like not, I wasn't able to go into the vet because of COVID-19. So I had to sit outside and then when it was finally timed like have them like take my temperature and then i'm like sobbing into my mask i was like this Ugh. is rendered useless now right like right. this of i course. mean they had like face shields and stuff so it was fine but um someone had the nerve to message me i don't think i told you this uh -uh. some dumb shit who i actually know irl from long ago in new york messaged me how did your cat die what and then i said like it was a blood clot it was sudden you know and they were like oh because you know cats are getting covid19 and i was like <laughs> you're like fun layer i don't need to open up right now <laughs> i just was like if my cat died of the coronavirus I would have said, and I, his body would be in some like UCLA scientist like laboratory. But what a dumb shit! What a dumb shit to like ask someone who's like, I'm devastated. My cat died. Whatever. People, we talked about this the day after, and I was telling you that I, I have. It sounds uh, damning, but I have had a few cats pass in various ways. I mean, you know, but if happens. I've lived long enough, it just happens from myriad things, um, and suddenly and not suddenly, um, and it is truly the the craziest trauma and grief i've ever known and i i th think very much like you have been, was so astounded by how many people got it and understood and said and did all the right things and concurrently how many people do not <laughs> and that you really have a 
it's a very strange litmus test for just how like pets sit in people's emotional spheres. And even when people mean so well and love you so dearly, there are just, there's so much room for misstep because they just might not qualify it in the same way or think that something helpful. It also does. And I'm very aware of this, bring up other people's pet trauma yeah. and they really want to share that with you. And I have tried to catch myself with it, but it like unlocks everyone's stuff as yeah. with, this is the case with a lot of grief and trauma. But yeah, it's it, it's been always very surprising to me to the people who like just absolutely get it and people who you're like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the most part, everyone has been great. I, I think a little too early, some friends were like, you should get another cat. And I was like, Everyone, oh, my yeah. God. I mean, and now I'm like actively looking to foster. So it's like, mm. you know, I have just I spent five hundred dollars on a litter robot. It's so stupid. I got to <laughs> do something or like a dog. Like, But it's so hard to like do that in L.A. because they're like, you know, they make you jump through so many hoops. So I'm just like, want to wander up, I guess, like you did. But but mostly it's been really good um no one no huge like missteps other than like COVID-19 I was like good chill out it's good and that's just like that's a funny one because that's just like uh curiosity that's just like quarantine oh yeah that's like I don't uh, I don't mania yeah that's what it was it was like it this doesn't feel like any sort of sympathy at all this just feels like information (laughs) gathering (laughs) I just I have to know (laughs) um I will say that the last two months though I mean I'm always like in love with them but we've been we had been like going outside on walks and like that day he like laid in the sun for so long outside and like he had like a good like the last four hours I'm not going into details because it's actually like traumatic for me but the morning and day before were like lovely and good and like you know so Oh, that's it, guys. Don't love things because <laughs> when you do, um, uh, that's your takeaway. Stop loving stuff, you know, because it's not going to end up good. You're going to die. They're going to die. <laughs> Everyone's going to die. And it's no one's going to feel great about it, even if they're lying. <laughs> oh They'll be God. like, here's a silver lining. You're like, maybe nothing is good in, or bad in the world and everything is chaos. So that's where I'm at. Oh, well. <laughs> I think you are barely at this at the uh, you're still in the very hard parts of it. Yeah. One week. So, yeah. I mean, it is it's it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. And like I was going to say, at least it was something that happened. You know, we've been so bored. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's what we really I was like looking for drama and I really found it. Well, uh, without being overly earnest, um, I love you very much Thank and I'm you. very I sorry that a shitty thing happened and, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to you getting some space from it and it being further and further Me in the too. rear view. Um, and how was your mother's day? Oh, fine. Um, yeah, I visited my parents in Pasadena and did a socially distant little meal on the back patio we picked up some food and sat outside and you know it feels weird to not hug your mom on mother's day or yeah. you know, touch her but also like i'm very lucky in that they live here and i get to even see her i like know so many people who yeah don't even get to yeah be anywhere near their parents so i felt very lucky that i got uh to see my mom and we ate some delicious food and it was really nice it was really nice made her happy Um, i mean all we did it's so funny like every it's i think this is the case for so many like social hangs zoom hangs anything it's like it's 
so you're so happy but you also all you can do is talk about like insane morbid statistics and news <laughs> and the future of the world and it's like this weird seesaw of like oh my god great I'm so happy to see you and being like it's only gonna get worse <laughs> <laughs> like which was how my dad started uh, uh, and your dad's a scientist so it feels yeah even it's a little it's, it's a little like, hard to argue with he knows his shit um <laughs> scarily well his, so like, his company his temp- that, or his like lab that he used to it's like heavily involved in yeah in, so. yeah he, he worked for many years in um for with in a division of science called mass spectrometry that works primarily with um uh, pharmaceutical companies so he knows everything about drug testing uh. and um drug <laughs> development and um yeah it, i purposely not, don't ask him a whole lot because it is and i'm not gonna bother with it here but it's, it's not um, lighthearted. <laughs> no it is not and his this take is, the is most fun episode of <laughs> carnation but that's what i mean is it's like i'm sort of like having like steaks and sitting and it's mother's day we're sitting outside and like it's their backyard is like blooming it's so beautiful it's like spring and everything's in bloom and it's truly just a like literally rattling off like morbid statistics <laughs> like on the verge of like where will we who, where should the bunker go and it's like um that was so fun happy mothers <laughs> but um i'll take what i can get uh i felt very happy to see them so that was it um but i'm happy to be back with you looking at your face it's good to get back into the swing (laughs) i don't know if people know this but when we record uh we facetimes that we can see each other yeah uh even though you guys don't see us sorry but um it is like a real treat to have your little face like yeah in the right there for me so anyways i missed you i'm happy to be back um yeah yeah we got lots to catch up on it was very thoughtful of the kardashians to hold hold an episode for both (laughs) <laughs> they had a moment of silence for Bo. So. I bet no, we know their history with pets. So the only answer is that it was Chloe because she was like, oh, like Gabbana. <laughs> she, gets she was it. like, the rest of them were like, which what pets? Oh, we don't we don't know a lot about. We don't care. Sushi. I- I will say for the rest of my life, though, I think I will only unless something wanders up, I will only seek out to adopt and foster black cats and dogs because of the black dog syndrome where people just don't people have like superstitions and like if you like looking on pet finder and stuff just like perusing uh to be like there are literally like a hundred more black animals than any other color animal because you can search i like that and it's outrageous yeah I as yeah. if as if you know like oh it's more aggressive it's like what that's not how that works no it's like people's latent like um yeah they're like latent weird shit about yeah. uh, especially black cats and stuff but yeah, yeah but you're ex- like it's really superstition and like all kinds of, yeah. I also think it is photography that photography does yeah. not do um the our our little animals with dark with black fur you can't see the depth in the you know no no it does not it does not help um no that's very sweet i think that's a a noble noble plan yeah well we'll see (laughs) all right should we get into news yes sorry i thought i was gonna burp let's get into news um you want to start with this first one i have not read this one so it it seems as if kim and kanye have been arguing a lot during the coronavirus quarantine Uh oh now this is this is interesting though because this would fall in the category of me being like says who but it's us weekly and when something reaches us that we've talked about this many times there's like the, uh, uh, the high bar this and people are high bar so yeah. that's we 
worrisome. Yeah, it says Kanye is really getting on Kim's nerves um, that <laughs> that he is not helping out with the kids as much. And, she, you know, she has four little ones under the age of seven or six um and she's frustrated that he doesn't ask her how he can help with the kids um but one thing he did we talked about it was that he flew them all to wyoming which is not great for (laughs) spread of virus reasons but i guess nice um (laughs) nice very nice uh to spread it around to the lovely people of wyoming and your (laughs) pilot and stuff and your nannies i'm sure you brought of course so like yeah the the rumors are that they're arguing and to which i say who isn't i mean i mean except for people completely alone like myself i this is like yeah that they're i mean i do think this might hint at some truth of something larger but yeah the idea of like couples not having any hiccups in this time is i would be freaked out if i like if i had caught up with friends who weren't who had had nothing but smooth sailing yeah i've talked to many friends who are like yeah my husband's on a drive right now because we're fighting and it's like of course of course because you can't get away from each other um even in a mansion man it's like I mean, not because I am, but I mean, like, even Kanye and Kim, like, you can have a lot of space, and it's like you still—they still have to, you know, they well, still have to figure it out. That many kids, like, I know, and not that I believe for a moment that she is taking care of them without any help, but maybe she is. You never can tell, and I think that that part of it is probably crazy making. So, yeah, okay, but wait—I remembered for news what I was going to share last week, oh. which was that. I last Saturday I've talked about going on like little uh, distanced drives with um, with Tim to just like see stuff. Last Saturday we went to Calabasas and Hidden Hills. Oh, yeah, that's right. We went to go try to see as many of their houses as possible. You can't get it. Uh, you can't get anywhere near it. But it was really cool to finally understand the layout of Hidden Hills. It is so gated. It is gated like at the highway basically um so you cannot get anywhere near it um but it was interesting to see like where it is in relation to the calabasas side which is where courtney lives um and to understand like whose house was where and we mapped that and then went and where went by where dash was took photos i'll I'll give these to you and put them in the instagram took photos of where dash was that was like the highlight i truly freaked the fuck out when i saw like the dash store it's a different business now it's like a i think another boutique but um and then went to health nut <gasps> did and they have the, the paper bowls they they i did not get a salad because we had eaten um but i did freak out when they were talking about it in this episode <laughs> but um but no they I, we just got i got like a smoothie or something but um i was very excited saw health nut it was like the whole thing was like an hour there was like nothing to do can't go in anywhere really but um it was a really it felt like a true pilgrimage like to my roots well, we'll talk about it later, but I want you to keep in mind Courtney's house and where the rest of them are so we can like talk yeah, about that. that. That's actually why this episode was really interesting to me because it's like it was so fresh in my mind, the actual distances between like, but yeah, we'll talk about it more. But I just did remember that I had wanted to tell people that. And if you guys have questions about anything, uh, and there's also a really great article at Vanity Fair piece I found about like the story of Hidden Hills and why like they all live there versus Calabasas now and why other celebrities live there 
It's all great. I learned a lot. It's because it, they're hidden in the hills. They're hidden in the hills. And also it's like, <laughs> I don't know. The, they're way bigger plots of land. And like the Calabasas side is a lot more like, um, pr- like tract housing kind of, not tract housing, but like development looking. Yeah. And the hidden hills side is, w- is way different. Um, and it is just completely gated. So, but there's a whole interesting story of it. Um, and it was cool to see. And it's like Drake lives there and if, everyone lives there. And then like a minute lady, Kylie bought a, another chunk of land there. So hidden hills is happening. Um, I was going to say one last thing about the Kim and Kanye thing is that oh, t- yeah. today on mother's day, she posted all the homemade gifts and stuff. And also like Kanye's, mother song to his mother after she died oh i didn't like, see it posted the whole thing and i was like you think that she's gonna let arguing with him like she's in this shit to win it she's not going yeah. nowhere no I don't, I don't believe it no i mean maybe she'll pull a chris jenner i just i don't think so <laughs> i don't know all right so tp <laughs> yeah this is poorly timed um so people by the end of the weekend were not very pleased. Apparently, uh, Chloe and Mason uh, TP'd Courtney's <laughs> house. Uh, so on Saturday, uh, <laughs> the day before Mother's Day, um, Courtney, like I guess, shared some videos. I didn't actually see these. Some stories of her house in Calabasas, and she put thanks at Chloe Kardashian. And she says, so I haven't had this much excitement in months. This is what Mason and Coco do when they have a sleepover. It's actually genius. P, look at this. And so she's like showing video of her house that got like pretty crazily teepeed. <laughs> when like we know this has already been like storylined before that they like love to teepee. So it's not surprising. But obviously, obviously it couldn't resonate like more weirdly I mean... in this time when toilet paper has become like actual gold. Like, yeah. of course, they don't know. They truly probably they do not no know. They have no clue that it's so hard for people to get toilet paper still. Like so hard. You're not getting the brand you like, you know, like it's your <laughs> Yeah. We got this kind from like I don't know where where Tim got it from, but some like convenience store or something. And it was like he was like, Yeah, they had tons of it. It's so cheap. Opened it up and it's like perfumed. <laughs> like oh, it was like no. heavily perfumed blue toilet paper. And we were like, Oh, well that's why it was available. <laughs> but yeah, it's like not easy to find. And it was so like they could not look more tone deaf. It's I mean, so crazy. It truly is just a like I think for them it's they have no clue. No, I don't think they know at all. I just had no clue that it's like I don't think that they were like being like irresponsible in their minds they just don't know because they don't live the same kind of life they mm-hmm. probably have such stocks that like we couldn't imagine like we've seen their fridges like do you think they don't why have- would they know they no. don't go to the store they haven't gone to there was an episode i think like a season or two ago where kim had been talking about like how long it had been like since she had gone into the store Oh, grocery shopping. They don't go. They don't go in stores. They don't know. Well, Chloe should, though, because she had been going to local supermarkets and handing out money. So Coco, there's no excuse, actually. You're just she's like, well, if you don't use the toilet paper, it goes bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get my 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 close CD will act up. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, It's not the kind I like. (laughs) So then on Friday, uh, this was when Kim got some backlash 
because she like showed she did a post like a pre early Mother's Day post about Chris and showed like old photos of her because she had like gotten done a very elaborate gift that I won't really go into. It was like she got the original camera from the photographer who did their wedding, um, Chris and Rob Sr.'s wedding. And then she posted this picture of Chris in this like tiny yellow bikini and she posted early Mother's Day appreciation post for my mom. I found this pic and this is not long after having her fourth child. Major goals always in everything you do, mom. I love you. And like, yeah, her body is rocking. <laughs> she looks great, but uh, people were not really here for it. And she, yeah, she just got a lot of backlash about like, why, why is this about your mom's body? Uh, like, look, why? The, do, it, <laughs> Do I like it? No, but is everyone else I've ever met do did the exact same thing? Yes, like how? Oh yeah, absolutely. If anyone could find a pic of their mom in a bikini, they were posting it and talking about how their mom's bob was so banging after having whatever number of kids. <laughs> that is what every single person did, and all these people do are, are being obsessed with their bodies. And is it a little like dated? Absolutely. But is it so Kim, who like is literally the most titillated we've seen her in? the last three seasons is when they were all fawning over how thin she was <laughs> oh i mean uh, but people are gonna do it about dads too and like who look everyone talks about their hot moms and hot dads and people are possibly like making this is why when she does cultural appropriation guys it doesn't stick because you get mad about this stupid shit <laughs> that's fair <laughs> It's a, you, you're just like, there's no like, um, there, there's no weight to any, nothing is weighted more than the other. So she's like, well, I can't literally even post a picture where I'm praising my mom for being a beautiful woman without getting in trouble. Yeah. I mean. Also, if you haven't figured out that Kim cares a lot about her body and bodies, uh, and she has a shapewear line, I, I like, that's. You, there's a lot of catching up yeah. to do. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Hey, Kim for, 101. All we for all we know, her major goals meant that like the the like courage to get back out there and show mm -hmm. her body to the sun. That's for mm -hmm. all you know. There you go. But we know that's not really what it meant. But even still, but like still. big deal. Half of the people I've ever met who I follow on social media did the exact same thing and we'll do it for Father's Day. And I can't wait. I want to <laughs> see their bodies. Like, I, do you think I'm in this for their minds? Everyone's insane. Like we are obsessed with their bodies. We talk about their bodies constantly. Like, let yeah. us not be hypocrites every moment. You know? <laughs> no. The, she knows. She know what she do. Yeah. Uh, a big one that a lot of people messaged us about kind of came and went as as quickly in the blink of an eye. <laughs> uh, last week, uh, what was it, on the 5th? Yeah, so the first week of May, it was reported that Scott had entered a rehab facility. Um, it was the All Points North Lodge in Edwards, Colorado, and that he had arrived last Tuesday reportedly for cocaine and alcohol abuse. And we know he's struggled with this in the past. Um, and it, his lawyer, it, this got like very squirrely, very fast. His lawyer, Marty Singer, said to TMZ, 
that for starters, Disick was not there for Coke and booze, he says, in an effort to finally come to terms and deal with the pain that Scott has been silently suffering for many years due to the sudden death of his mother. Followed by the death of his father three months later, Scott made the decision to check himself into a rehab facility last week. Um, But a photo leaked um, of him inside the facility, which the lawyer points out is a HIPAA violation. um, And they believe it was taken by a staff member, not a patient. And as soon as Scott learned about the photo leak, he called a car, picked him up. And he was out of there. That is so upsetting that that would happen. That's like that's people who are in desperate need of help to take advantage of them and and exploit them in such a way is disgusting. I cannot imagine what it must deal what it must feel like in this lockdown to have to struggle with addiction and have your coping skills like everything other every other skill that you've learned right be taken away from you and then whatever has happened he's trying to get help and then people do that to him like ugh. it's like yeah. so upsetting and in this way i'm like let us find out about it later after he's had some time let yeah. us not find out about it like and i mean i know we're reporting on it but it's just like it is disgusting well, but I think it's reporting on it is, I think, important because I think that it is like a thing that people need to take into account. There is this like tale as old as time of like celebrities going to rehab and like, you know, Scott's been to rehab a couple of times. And it's like, imagine not being able in that in that environment that you cannot even be vulnerable, like that you have to assume that you could be treated like an animal in the zoo who people take photos of and t- and leak to the press um, which so th- I think so Dis- Disick, I believe, announced he was going to sue them. I, uh, yeah, and I then so. there was a statement from the president of the North All Points North Lodge who said they're aware of it. Blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, the protection of our clients and that they're sickened by any publication who would report on an inv- individual's life struggles and basically tried to, like, you know, shame anybody who posted about it. I mean, to but, be um, fair, TMZ is literally like, I I can't imagine what their air conditioning bill must be to work for actual fucking devils. Like, oh, my God. Because they are like the like ninth level of hell or something. Well, we were just talking about this, that yes. I was saying that, like, the whole thing with TMZ is that they are the whole reason they built their empire is because of buying off um, hotel employees and airline employees, like low level, like maids and uh, custodial people. And that's exactly how like TMZ was built. So this is a long history. Yeah. Um, And this week we had our friend Courtney. She had a little cryptic message on Instagram where she says that she is sick of being okay with not being okay very I, cryptic that's that's as cryptic oh, as it it's gets it's just kind of tired of being okay with things i'm not okay with that's what it was and it's you know it could be anything but one would think that the father of her child um one going to rehab or two being in the spotlight when we already know that's not where she wants to be anymore to be like not only is fame like making me miserable but it's actively like physically putting my family in harm well and like she 
we saw from the beginning of this season, like that she was feeling like the cost of fame was too high. And, and it, that it's like, it might've cost we, her this relationship. And that, that was like a huge part of her stepping back from the show was that she had like given too much and that this life was horrible. she like literally said she doesn't like being a celebrity. And you know that the day that this hit the news that her, all her team got like uh, absolutely inundated, you know, that something happens with Scott and her whole world goes upside down that's their kids that they're you know their friends like you know everybody's asking like it's whatever happens to scott happens to her forever they have three kids together and like he is a full part of the family and i'm sure it is like exhausting to just feel that like switch flip over and over and over again Uh, when it's somebody trying to do better trying to get help i i get really annoyed i mean like i go in and out of phases of like how we treat addicts and like blaming them and blah 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 and like because it's like a real push and pull but ultimately it's like these people need help so bad and to take advantage or to even like bring shit up that is not the current path they're on like it's just like i yeah it's not fair it's not fair not fair um this is funny the next one (laughs) i love this we they get the family gets like oh photoshop fail photoshop fail and a lot of the times i'm like okay it's like oh yeah there's a slight like i don't know their butt's a little bigger or like i don't know just it's not that it was shocking this is not shocking, but it made me laugh really hard. Uh, Kim got dragged this week for her KK Beauty pictures. She put a, a set of, um, or what was the actual product? Was it like, I don't know what she was actually selling. It was this reptile themed set. I don't know. Of uh, It might have actually been like press on nails that she was selling. But uh. anyways, there were these like, um kind of like snakeskin photo shoot so she has it's a she has like snakeskin top and then they've done a very cool thing with her hair and they had like a, a behind the scenes video of chris appleton like spray spraying it onto her hair like creating this amazing snakeskin print like onto her hair um so she tweeted the photos they're gorgeous very very kim and she titled it venomous but the people notice pretty quickly that if you click on it there's like only two photos and the one on the right it takes no effort if you zoom in like the huge chunk of her hair and they have not photoshopped out like two of her fingers from clearly some other part like it's a composite and they clearly like composited it and it's like the simplest zoom in and there's just like two little kim fingers with the the long nails like sitting there under her hair (laughs) like and so it was a very like a delightful photoshop fail where i think everybody was like oops you left some fingers in there um but it was great um, just, the, a, just a fun one. The next one, I think, is even more insane. It's This is crazy. Yeah. So can you... Do you, do you understand this better than me, though? Or? I don't super understand it. I, All right. I'll, but, I'll just yeah, read you. Go so, for it. So uh, Kate Rafe is uh, another comedian, and I think she has a podcast premiering today, so you should go check it out because she is going to be covering this on her podcast. So we're basically stealing her scoop. But uh, she tweeted about it. But she tweeted about it. She t- tweeted about it. And her uh, new podcast is called Hot and Rich, and I think she like does a Twitch that's going to be Monday, Wednesdays, Monday, nice Wednesdays, plug. and Fridays on f- 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But she has a podcast. It's called Hot and Rich. You can find it. Kate Rafe. 
find it, whatever. So she had a theory that Kylie was doing some shady real estate deal when she pretended to buy a $36 million house and start taking selfies. It did seem weird. We're like, yeah, why does she need this? Well, and it was like timed with this massive, like she bought this massive property in Hidden Hills and it it just like kind of came out of nowhere, like in the middle of quarantine, not that it affects her, that she went and got this $36.5 million Holmby Hills mansion, which is not near the rest of the family. Yeah. And that was the thing that I was like, knowing how, exactly where Holmby Hills is and then seeing like Hidden Hills and, do, and that knowing that drive, I was like, this is so far from the rest of the family. Yeah. Not like them at all. Truly weird. Truly weird. So... Uh, so basically, uh, Kate's theory was confirmed with a blind item. Guys, do you ever go list like not watch or listen because it's a website? Do you ever read Crazy Days and Crazy Nights dot net? Yes, I I hadn't. I had not even heard of it. Oh my gosh! It used to. It's one of the things I miss most about working in person was that this was always a part of our week that we would read blind items and it was always really fun fun to like guess who things who like the things were about and then like the next week it would be revealed Mm. it was great so uh, it's uh, so this is from saturday may 9th blind item number four look a little deeper i'm just gonna read it verbatim does that make sense yeah yeah okay there was a hugely publicized so this is the blind item so there was a hugely publicized purchase of a of as of late by an a-list reality star with a lucrative side gig not so fast the listing agent and his wife of and the wife of the developer that makes the, the oh wait sorry the listing agent is the wife of the developer there were no other brokers involved there has been no change of owner on the title and no it's not because of reduced staffing levels there is however a new private money loan of 7.5 million attached to the property the reality star wouldn't need that kind of loan to buy the house right she's a billionaire um the developer took the loan from the reality star to float the project that won't sell no view and one palm tree (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) the reality star gets to take lots of selfies and there's a big payday if the house sells um what about those usury laws i don't know these she has looked into them uh has she looked into them i sure hope so sure kim has right and so Mm -hmm. i guess it was revealed to be kylie and that is so that makes so much sense to be like because she didn't say she bought it she just started yeah. showing up there it was and just then, reported and then people were like she's bought this 36 million dollar house we, did. we were like what yeah. <laughs> well we didn't co- we didn't do any of the research we just read an article of course. that's what all we have to do we're little pigs and we'll gobble it up um <laughs> so yeah there was no money exchange she's just, just going to take part of the commission if it sells yeah what a, it is funny too because like I forget if somebody said like maybe somewhere was like there's no view in that house it's like a high walled compound and I yeah. remember being like yeah I guess it's like just you really want privacy I don't know, you know but it was just like yeah it is it is sort of just a 
a strange piece of property. I could see it being like an investment property for some a foreign like billionaire who comes yeah. to L.A. and has like their own security. And it's like a whole different thing. Like, you know, like someone was telling me about how they like in the summer they nanny for like some Saudi princes or whatever. Because like, yeah, that is a real thing that happens out here in L.A. that we have like <laughs> huge like sultans and shit come and have homes here. Like we actually yeah. know people who are related to some. Um, yeah. So like, you know, it's like a thing. And I, and I would imagine that that's maybe who this is marketed towards, like people mm. who are in another country and billionaires upon billionaires, like where Kylie's like jump change to them. Oh, my God. Exactly. It's so and like the piece we always I always forget is the monetary value of a of a post for her, you know, that like that's not a hashtag ad but that like that is an incredible piece of advertising that even if it even if it was for a week yeah that like and that people want that 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 becomes like oh i want to live in the house that kylie lived in and posted all her quarantine videos from 36 million is too much right also i wasn't saying i wanted to i no, was saying a person no i understood to. i uh, <laughs> i don't like I that was, I've no, i was the- worried that you were about to go <laughs> sink your money jess i was worried I think that I house was like, is come on, super... we're about to have a recession, Jess. Do not do it now. I'm, I'll spend my my billions how I please. <laughs> no, I think that house is so fugly. Like I don't know wh- how to describe whatever that architecture is. I mean, it looks I like just... a Palm Springs hotel that wants to be yeah. in Vegas. You know, to like... me, it just looks like the kind of thing that is dated and like is so stark and severe and like. It's just if I had oodles of money, and that is just the furthest from the kind of thing. But people like new shit. Um, I get it. But uh, yeah, so g- great job, Kate. That's a I, I would never have thought of that. That is like an awesome theory to have been correct about. Yeah. And check um, out Hot and Rich. So um, it was a TMZ sports story that was Kendall Jenner takes quarantine road trip with NBA star Devin Booker, who it's since been like reported she might be dating and of course is like another basketball player. And so it looks like the person who tweeted the burn on her uh, deleted the tweet, but it basically started on Twitter a joke about like, oh, another oh Kendall and another NBA player. And, and then she, it was like the meme of a bunch of guys throwing like a little sister around. Yeah. And I think that what it was, was um, the person was like, oh, these NBA players passing Kendall Jenner around. Right. Yeah. And then it's, Kendall, it's been deleted, though, but it just like came to me. <laughs> yeah. So then a girl named Demetria Houston put maybe she passing them around. And then Kendall responded. They act like I'm not in full control of where I throw this cooch. Oh, my god and it was very funny and her sisters were very proud of her oh my god (laughs) it's so funny kendall congrats you, it was you figured so out how to be funny, funny finally yes oh here this was it yes it was the it was the video of a group of boys tossing a girl back and forth and the caption said nba players passing around kendall jenner which has now been deleted and then yeah and then we got the cooch mention and we have kylie responding lmfao tweet of the year kim <laughs> with crying faces chloe with a bunch of coffins and then um stethoscopes <laughs> well I she guess. needs a doctor to see yeah. if she's looking she's dead she's dead and she needs help now i have a soft spot for the word cooch i think it is so funny and it is this made me 
just absolutely delighted <laughs> it's so funny it is so funny good on kendall and yeah if she wants to date every nba player out there go for it i love the idea of just being like mm, you, no you, yolo uh <laughs> and you have to live that's it for news should we get into this app yeah let's take a quick break what interferes with your happiness? Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It is so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. And this is not self-help. It is professional counseling. That means you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And especially now in the middle of all this where it's so hard to like get out and about and what do we know, like what's safe or not, like you don't have to sit in a waiting room. You can do this in your own time and they are committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide, and there is a broad range of expertise available, and it may not be locally available in many areas. Licensed professional counselors are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. And anything you share is confidential, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So it's convenient, professional, affordable, and you can go check out their testimonials on their site, but it is not a crisis line. Uh, Marcy and I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kardashianate. We're um, back. Uh, this... This is a fun episode. Uh, I thought this was a real, a, a lot of, um, yeah, we had some hijinks, but we also had um, some real family drama playing out. <laughs> it's too, I feel like every single season we have to like argue about the Christmas party though. Yes. And it's funny because like two seasons come out a year, so I don't understand how they're- They've, they've decided that this is like a, an absolutely viable thing to just revisit like over and over and over again that is I mean, as if anyone on earth relates to this that's what literally started the fight have courtney and kim been fighting for a full year and a half i guess so because that's what started the you're not even the that interest like you're the least oh, interesting that's right to look the photo at shoot the photo for the shoot card. this has been so long wow what? that they is a long time so um, I guess we can go to the smaller stories first. Since we were talking about our poor friend, Scott, let's talk with Scott and his parents. It's very sad that Scott really lost. Sad. I like couldn't remember exactly what happened, but I guess his parents like died of natural causes very close together, though. Yeah, that's what that rehab story they were saying. His yeah. lawyer was saying was the actual core reason well, why he were- went trying to tie back into the brand <laughs> if it's not making money why are we doing it guys um so um scott and kim are going through some of his childhood pictures remembering his parents and i said what is up with kim's face and makeup in this scene i noticed it too it was a big fail it was do you think it was just no contouring yeah i think that like this happens on the show sometimes and i'm always baffled where they just like do not match that head and neck and you're like 
what see this is one of the few things that just like should be absolutely locked in at this point oh is that what you you thought it was like the neck and the head what what was your what were you saying that her face looked so much rounder than normal oh oh i oh i just thought her makeup yeah it didn't match oh her neck is what you're saying i'm just asking to clarify because i was like her everything i was like did she just get fresh fillers Mm. or is she just not contoured the way she normally would be with the shading Ah, and stuff because got it i it it, to me but i didn't notice the neck thing but maybe it's because i was like why does her face look like a normal (laughs) human she overall did not look like her full uh kim self yeah it was not snatched in the way we're used to (laughs) maybe a lot of people decided they don't want to do glam today um (laughs) so scott is talking about his uncle dave and his uncle dave oh my gosh why isn't uncle dave in every episode jess i know he's so great i mean maybe this is his entree maybe this is like him rejoining joining us on some level but yeah i i I don't recognize him. Has he ever been on the show no. before? So Uncle Dave, and probably because like Scott's parents were never on the show and then they died, you know, in quick succession and it's tragic. But Uncle Dave is this guy who was like best friends with Scott's dad and he has never had children of his own. He is what they would call in the olden days a lifetime bachelor which (laughs) we all know what that means um (laughs) but he and and he like very much loved scott he'd been he'd asked scott i'll come out anytime you want Mm -hmm. and so he finally does like reconnect with him and i was like he is great i love his like jeans he's got fashion jeans on yeah he's got like uh he's got like sun in hair he did he had (laughs) frosted hair i was just asking my mom this morning what what does frosted mean and she's like we pulled it through a cap oh yeah and i was like frosted tips yeah that's like the i guess i was like oh so it's just highlighting she's like yeah but we had to like pull it through and like use like a crochet needle to like yes cool. yes okay that makes sense uh, Ooh, frosted she, just sounds good yeah she used to do it herself um she's like it was a lot of work it sounds like a lot of <laughs> and work. you weren't allowed to do that when she was in school oh wow and what do you she, mean like, like it not was a- just against school rules like you could have dyed hair yeah and oh so God. her mom would whenever she would get in trouble her mom would call and be like what's your problem <laughs> like her mom liked it so she like when mom would get in trouble for her skirts or whatever being too short her mom would call the lady at the school and be like i pinned those skirts i did it myself we make all of her clothes what do you want from us <laughs> very fair response yeah um so uncle dave is great uh rain oh god i loved him talking about rain like rain's going crazy and they're like huh he had scott's personality as a baby i know just, i was like oh that explains so much i don't know how or why but it just did yeah that like that rain this little maniac like nymph boy is like yeah he calls him very wild (laughs) (laughs) or no i think kim says oh yeah he's very wild (laughs) (laughs) no it's no wonder why i like him and then just going through old photos um i don't really have a lot of other notes other than like this was like very nice to see and yeah i think it's like well i mean as it goes along we get this sort of moment where like at the dinner it feels like scott when they start asking questions, Scott gets uncomfortable, but it's kind of a subtle, it's not like he storms off, but he kind of doesn't seem to engage in the conversation that much. And that like, there's sort of this thing where 
Chloe's saying like, yeah, for us with our dad, there was this time. It was really hard whenever anybody wanted to talk about him. But over time, it like it helped so much. And so it's kind of this tiny little arc because then by the end, we just have like Scott basically bringing rain in to look at the photos together no. and like as if he's like moved through it yeah and mason and mason's like you look weird and he's like what are you talking about i look just like you shut up <laughs> um but there is like an element to it that i was like god could this episode coming out have kind of pushed him into yeah going... i mean the timing is is so bizarre because he does know? look so like and it's not one of those where it's you know not like the um, the tail wagging the dog situation where the news story comes out and then it's part of the episode. This one feels a little flipped and that the yeah. episode came out and then maybe it affected him. Cause he does seem like genuinely like he seems sad. He seems sad. Uh, yeah. uh, I used to hate Scott so much and I have fully come around on oh, him. I want nothing but the best for him. Yeah. <laughs> I want him and his 12 year old girlfriend to have a happy life. <laughs> Well, if he can maintain his privacy, uh, it seems like he at least knows how to put in the work to get there. But yeah, um, but yeah it was a he, he definitely it's so crazy because Scott's eyes can just look really sad. They're like so big and blue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he felt like subdued and that like maybe I'm sure it is one thing also always with this show or any reality show to agree to a storyline and then it's happening like a vulnerable storyline right yeah especially if you haven't done a lot of those maybe about your past or whatever it is and then it's like happening and the crew's there and your uncle's there and you're like talking about your dead parents and it's like what you maybe thought or it would feel like or experience like that is not the feeling, you know, no. and you're, it's just like, well, you got to shoot that shit. And it's like, ugh. now you don't you watch Vanderpump. Not anymore. OK, because there was an episode a few weeks ago where Sheena Shea trying to get on the good side of a new girl, Dana. And you're like, why are we casting new girls just in the show? But anyway, she brings a medium to Dana's house without telling her. And it was like, you know, so we can talk to your dead mom. <laughs> that's funny and it was like it was the girl the girl dana the new girl was clearly like so like she was so furious about it like that is like, such an overstep that's such an wild. overstep and also like then she like sheena's like it's okay well i just thought you'd like it you like it and then you hear, i have no understanding of loss or grief but then you hear like because she, she didn't know the one was there she just was like no i don't want that you should really ask someone about that oh, and she's okay. like what is she here she's like no she's not here she's not here I just, she lies yeah she's outside then then she hears her talking outside to the media <laughs> Uh, and i'm sure it's just like you came like you didn't tell me this was going to be a production element this was going to be on the show like you wanted to look good you were exactly she thought she was gonna look really nice (laughs) like a thoughtful friend i mean i just thought you would me me sheena with her young boyfriend um okay so chris as an assistant Oh yes. Uh, oh, Chris this, needs an assistant. Chris sorry. needs an assistant. Um, I found this very funny because um, it's just classic hijinks. We, you know, Chloe is her assistant doing a bad job at it, and I was like, "This is so crazy that basically two episodes in a row or very close together, like Chris trying to take care of Kylie after her LASIK, like they have fallen into this groove of like it's so funny to them." 
to that one of them has to do like normal people work <laughs> like low level jobs are like a full storyline it's like chris is is having to take care of her daughter oh also, my god and then this is like this, can you believe chloe is trying is out of a copy machine and it's like guys this is fucking rude <laughs> also very weird that they were in that restaurant that trattoria that disney trattoria for the second oh, yeah. time yeah like, oh yeah they don't go there a lot amelia just shot two scenes that that day absolutely yeah that is that where chris was having her like horny day right yes. where she was like she's like sex. Yeah. Oh, sex. sex um and so when chloe is listing out her previous experience i <laughs> laughed so much because she has never had a job outside of her family uh she named i think four names she, one was her mom one was her dad <laughs> one was her sister and one was brandy norwood the singer whose uh brother dated kim oh <laughs> Those, my that's, the, that's who she's worked for that made me laugh so much my mommy my daddy my sister and brandy and, and granted you know if i had stayed in louisiana that's my trajectory i would have worked for someone i was related to of course. but it was just very funny to be like oh yeah you have so much money and you've never had a never. boss who like but she's very you. confident she's confident as yeah. an employed person she shows up on her first day at kylie core and she is there she has become a full jim halpert this season where she is always <laughs> looking right at the camera you're so right it's so it is off the rails especially as that th with the third storyline gets cooking she is like down the barrel the oh my time. gosh so an e-executive who no one's ever met <laughs> rod <laughs> rod rod asia or a whatever and i don't know chris reams her out because she didn't tell that he was on his way i don't know yeah she like fucked up as an assistant because yeah you're supposed to give a heads up to chris and chris wasn't ready and like whatever like I any mean, of us even know chloe was right she's like shouldn't like security handle that <laughs> like yeah they should be like where are you going we'll buzz her assistant absolutely chloe's not wrong but i was no. like you could kind of see that chris was like how scary it would be to be yelled at by chris Oh my God. Yeah. I do like seeing, I'll never get tired of seeing like a uh, boss Chris mode, you know? Yeah. And then I, don't, I forget why, but she said, there's nothing wrong with a little alcohol. <laughs> she couldn't even say it because she's, she's drunk. She's like, what if I had been drunk? Or no, Chloe was like, what if you were drunk? Yeah. But so then we call Kendall, getting Kendall's schedule and getting meds for your herpes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It, yeah this is just like it's so so much like just back and forth razzing of like okay <laughs> i will say that i agree with chloe i think it is weird that chris has to handle kendall's schedule yeah it's not true that's not what managers do right no my, i like the idea of being like i like the idea of like being someone's assistant and being like well when my assistant does my schedule <laughs> you're like, like yeah well that's not what but also like yeah it's just like obviously this isn't working no um and then the themed paper thing jess i was like is theme themed paper crazy or so normal why do they talk about it <laughs> oh i might have missed this what's themed paper well it was like she's like doing the pink stars and stuff she's just wrapping something at oh, her house yeah. yeah 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 and i was like i don't know that this is like 
like they always talk about what their theme is and they've had fights in the past about like that's yeah. going to be my theme or yes. whatever but I'm like that's what every family does that right like that's sort of when you gather for Christmas you can tell who the present is from because the paper is all the same <laughs> like, yeah I think it's less about like being like a diva that picks her theme and more like which wrapping paper did you buy at Rite Aid <laughs> yes but like, like it's it's like the rich person version of like oh yeah, yeah like of course like you have different wrapping papers yeah it's such a weird thing but it's so weird um, all their shit uh so yeah chris doesn't think chloe makes a great assistant she's like you know you're more of a daughter and chloe's like am i more of a daughter because i'm literally your daughter is that what makes <laughs> me more of a daughter that i actually came from you <laughs> i thought this conversation was truly insane there's, like, a, there's a fine like, line between church and state <laughs> but chris is like yeah yeah i do think of you as more of a daughter and chloe's like what are you <laughs> why Chris has like lost all understanding of like the difference between employee and uh, child. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, like she doesn't get it because because they are not her child like Kylie is her child. Exactly, exactly. Um, but that's it, right? That's I think it. that's the end of her assistant journey. That's it. Then she's and gotta go get another job. <laughs> she got. We'll see what she gets up to next week. What? Better not be art with Scott. Oh, <laughs> Art Vandalay will come back. <laughs> no. It will. I bet it's going to be part of the quarantine. Oh, God. Um, well, then we get to the big meat of the episode, which, yeah, is this shit of the Christmas party. We learn that Kanye does not. Kim alerts the sisters that Kanye doesn't want to ho- the responsibility of hosting the Christmas party at their house this year. L- which we oh. L Jess L O L L O L to take it from your mom who has had it for three decades. No, more. Almost four decades. Yeah, almost forty. She has had that party going on since the eighties, and you take it away from her because you want to do it better, and you're like, it'll be so easy, and, and like then, old shame her. Remember, she told her it was yes! because the party was full of old people yes! that they didn't know anymore, and that it was basically uncool. Yes, and such then a bitch made her, her cry, made, made her, her cry. cry, and then to be like, well, Kanye doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> what a bitch what a bitch and what then an al- absolute bitch also was like are they back at the scene of the crime with like chloe in chloe's bedroom with kim and courtney like oh i didn't even notice yeah so i i really was like i howled i was like how dare they it's perfect we did remember that this sent kanye into the into the stratosphere like there was a whole storyline about him like overspending oh, for yes. this party and like kim flipping out and like cutting the budget and everything so yeah kim should have had this conversation last january <laughs> yeah the idea of like i mean the idea that this was happening like this close to christmas is ludicrous we know it's not yes. can't be possible but then we have a <laughs> poosh movie night uh which i remember them posting this and being like strange new advertising model but it's in partnership with whatever studio it's the movie a huge stinker that came and went uh, it was supposed to be an absolute turd called like a boss with billy porter uh Poor and I billy believe, porter um introduced haddish and, yes, and rose Brynn. yes but poor billy porter being at courtney kardashian's house and introducing himself to a very confused chris jenner not having it <laughs> she just didn't know who he was she didn't know she's like who is this new black man in my house? Who are, is he dating me or what? Is he dating one of you? What is, 
who is this <laughs> she did seem so confused it was it, so uncomfortable he was, and he could tell he was like yeah. i'm billy porter hi you know i'm very famous right now <laughs> and they should know who he they is because he definitely has shown them up at every met gala absolutely she should have known she was probably hammered um but then <sighs> kim decides to tell chris that she's dumping the party in front of a bunch of people she does a very weird thing of being like you know you boy breaks up with you in front of your friends to so you don't get mad i'm breaking up with the christmas party <laughs> and it's like not charming and doesn't work well, and you to be fair chris actually looked furious like she did yeah. look mad she didn't yell at her but she, it was visibly like pissed and she, she didn't want her be. new she didn't want her new friend billy porter to know how <laughs> mad she was <laughs> It was so, Kim is so crazy for this. I and mean, then it was very funny though that she was like, it's a good thing you have a lot of brothers and sisters. Yes. And I was like, LOL, what if Rob hosted? <laughs> Could there you was, imagine? I would die. I'd be so excited to get to see more of Rob and his whole <sighs> deal. In and Chris's like, old house. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, With his like she, loser friends. Oh like, no, I, I hate love thinking it. of Rob's friends. JJ. No, JJ from the Vegas episode. So then we get this like summit. But I think did we court- did you not clock the like candy shade? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I really liked it because it was a poosh movie night, <laughs> and Courtney had uh, all sorts of candies that were not gluten free or like any a kind candy of candy bar kind of y- setup, right? Yes, not a candy bar, but a bar of candy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, candy. I was like, that's funny as I'm writing my notes. Um, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Chloe said, because Kim was like, huh, no uh, gluten free options here, <laughs> huh? And Chloe said, she's really pushing our boundaries <laughs> i did not hear that they hate her so much in this episode it's a real joy in this next scene that you were starting yeah they're rough they this hate. gets so rough it's thick it's, it's thick, thick. <laughs> but yeah they like have this summit outside they're like having dinner mj's there everybody's there and chris is in her adidas tracksuit and they start trying to figure out what the hell they're gonna do there's a quick mention of health nut which is a great greatly uh, greatly timed i shrieked i was so excited as if i'm now connected to them but I mean, um in the mention was great because this is when i was like oh they hate her because she was like i got health nut to change from to plastic and they're like to plastic she's like no from plastic and kim's like i hate those paper bowls and then <laughs> chloe and kim are just looking at courtney with such disdain well because she said something crazy i didn't write it down it was like you have to pick your battles oh, you either you want, want a planet for your kids or a plastic bowl for your salad <laughs> like, oh, and you can feel like yeah they haven't even started talking about the party and it's so tense oh, God, and they, hate her. they just basically get into this thing of like how how who's gonna take the christmas party chris thinks that it should go to courtney she has the quote perfect solution and that courtney should take the christmas eve party which everybody's like great and it's so funny how they do this though jess the way it's presented courtney if you wanted to volunteer yeah <laughs> because god it was your your 40th birthday oh it was so good kim's like when i had the party it was so weird and bad right <laughs> like this was a total conspiracy like by chris and kim to be like okay we'll make her think that she's better at things because she loves being better than us um 
but they were like oh my god it was so choppy and like up oh, the way you did it was like so cohesive and good and <laughs> yeah. you're like it's so funny to go from like glaring at her about plastic bowls to be like oh no one does it better than you and she fell for it she She fell right for it yes she's like you're right i am better than you guys and this is what (laughs) i've been saying and i'm so happy that it finally got through (laughs) it's amazing and then and then they like but then it brings up this second problem which is that we learn and we know that they do christmas morning at they've historically been doing Christmas morning at Courtney's and they open presents there. All the kids come there and then they open presents all together at Courtney's. So then it opens up this thing of like, well, you can't do the party the night before at your house and have us all come over in the morning. And it immediately sets Courtney the fuck off. And she's like, I'm basically is like, I am not giving up Christmas morning because Chris, I think gently suggests, well, we could do Kylie's, for Christmas Day. And boy, does she really shit on Kylie. She too. shits all over Kylie. And she says, I don't give a fuck. Like, she oh. gets so mad about this. I'm The whole episode is, like, speaking in tongues. Like, she is so clearly talking about her other shit and, like, using this as, like the the lens through which she's like critiquing all of their lifestyles you know it is so interesting too to like put it onto kylie now even though kylie has not been a part of this fight in any way no and she accuses her of like it'll be too over the top she'll have a chef um i don't like and she's like i couldn't imagine spending my christmas morning there like okay we fucking get it do you know what this felt like to me this really felt like um you know, I have my own family. I get to call the shots, like kind of thing that yeah. like, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I don't have a child. So like sometimes in families, I will come up against this where the people who have children, all of a sudden things are catered to them because they have right. kids and like, right. they have the thing, but all of a sudden, like all the traditions we ever had are now different because there's new people around and things right. are their way. But what about any of the things my way? And it's like, well, they get to do what they want. And it felt like, I could feel from her that because everyone has kids now, like she was losing that kind of like matriarch. matriarch I think that's very true. I think that's absolutely the heart of it is that like, they're all like, yeah, bitch, we have kids too. Yeah. It's not all about like, and granted, like I think they all want to be together, but then she's like, then fucking go to Kylie's. I don't give it like she gets so, and I know that it is like one of those things like that's just just how it is with families. People fight like that. But it is so clear that like she is very used to her kids at least getting this part that they yeah. at least get to like they got to like call the shots because she had all the kids. Yeah, it really clearly is striking a chord like it 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 the level that it means to her is like and it just continues that way like. You, it seems like, oh, okay, well, maybe that was just, like, because it was just being laid out for her. But then we have <laughs> this next meeting is at Kim's house, and it's, like, the big meeting to party plan together inside her, like, creepy white art gallery house. Let's call it the giant- brainstorm. It's the brainstorm session in the it's- room that's empty, so nothing distracts you. <laughs> <laughs> in this giant circular table. The world's biggest table. Oh my gosh. I loved so many elements of the top of the scene. Like one, having a giant puppy and I was like, yes. I want a puppy. Give me a puppy. I am grieving. I need that dog. It's Aww. so cute. And they're like, is it going to be big? She's like, it's going to be 80 pounds. Like this giant dog and they're all waiting on Kylie. 
Uh-huh. Oh, it's so great. You could tell like Courtney definitely skipped glam. Yeah, big time. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, she's done. Because Kendall can skip glam and it's like she's a yeah, model. Not noticeable. So, um, not that Courtney looked bad, but Kendall, we often see her without glam. So we're like used to it. Yeah, it was more jarring. Um, so yeah, Kylie is like, all right, guys, I know no one likes this, but I could buy and sell all of you. Um, I just want to do Santa at my house. And I was like, that's fair. I think this is fair. Uh, Chloe was sad because she's like, it's just me and True and she doesn't have people. And like, she's like, well, and then Kim's like, well, North wants Santa too. And it's like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. They're all kind of realizing it at the same time that they all want their kids to have, get to have Christmas basically at their own house. Yeah. And then they want people to serve them. They want (laughs) servants on Christmas. Yeah. And I see both sides of this because, yeah, me too. I want someone to serve me on Christmas morning. Doesn't that sound so nice? You can be in pajamas while people set up a breakfast bar for you. Like, I mean, it is. Yeah, it's so crazy how how aggressively Courtney is calling them out, like for the way that like Christmas functions for the rest of them. She literally has this string. She goes, I don't want servers there. I don't want housekeepers there. I don't want chefs there. I don't want a decorator coming in and setting up the table. I want it to be really special. Like how we grew up. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny too. Cause I was like, I get it. I do understand. Like, I just want it to be us. We don't need to make a big deal of it. But I was like, Courtney, you feel that way. And granted, none of her sisters do any more domestic than she does. Like, I'm not, right. I don't think that at all. But you're like, yeah, you don't cook for your kids every day. Like, we've already established <laughs> you don't know how to cook. Like, you're learning, but you don't really know. So, like, the reason why they're, like, worried about it is because you won't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, truly the core of it is they're like, okay like and it also i think is coming it's also coming across as like uh, which it is uh like a judgment yes. you know on the on, on how they want to spend this like obviously very uh family focused special special holiday and yeah. so yeah there's like a, it's it, it would clearly strike a chord <laughs> could you imagine that there would be a third meeting after this Jess? i couldn't believe we had another <laughs> scene courtney has said for the 400th time in this episode that she really wants a ralph lauren vibe <laughs> and, and granted I, I, was, I was like i see it it looks cute yes 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 yeah, i know what she's saying but chris rolling her eyes at courtney about thermoses of coffee it's <laughs> They were like, coffee conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You don't fucking get it. Oh, God, you don't, Courtney. You're fucking, I don't know where you live, Courtney, but you don't live in my reality because you need a fucking, you need to have a fucking carafe, Courtney. Courtney, are you listening to us, you fucking bitch? If there's not, if we come over there and we have to wait for you to brew a pot of coffee on my goddamn Christmas morning, it was funny they're losing it oh can i read another perfect courtney quote please i do things this this is what she's saying when they're in it about the carafes i do things a certain way i don't want these (laughs) (laughs) i don't want these big carafes with nasty hot chocolate 
<laughs> like where has this hot chocolate come from so we'll go and then there's some other stuff that happens okay well we'll go buy some nice carafts that go with my aesthetic of course of I course was, i did bless she, these people for not living in reality in the middle think of they a were pandemic going to like dunkin donuts or something like what what did <laughs> what was she envisioning what is, why does it why does the carafe make the hot chocolate nasty both people were both sets of like ideas were so crazy and extreme oh of like God. you just don't get it do you corny and corny's like oh my god as if i would put that in my home and it's just like no, neither one of these things are very serious they're not serious they're a little worried you're not gonna have things ready because maybe no, no, you're no. not the most gracious hostess to them and then you nothing. turn it around and act like they're being bitches literally nothing could matter less but than it this felt party. like the most down-to-earth <laughs> fight at the same time yeah like if you strip down all like the ralph lorenz and the servants part of it it it's like this is a fight that women and families have been having every year especially when you start blending families together yes like this is a classic who is in control this is a right. hit this is a hen fight right now right and they're not again it's like not what the details are and fighting over the craft we know is not what they're actually all feeling and talking about like especially this far in a year from the original huge fight it's like but yeah <laughs> you rarely see chris be like <laughs> oh, oh, oh chris oh. was over her she firstborn <laughs> was like i should have drowned her when i had the chance chris so. could not believe it um she was just like this bitch is taking every second of my patience it's incredible it's a great scene she's like she makes me no money i'm making no commission right now (laughs) and then so much has happened and then mindy weiss shows up with her team to present and they've heard this whole fight (laughs) they heard the whole fight they had to wait for the whole fight to end about carafes mindy's like i have the carafes she's Um, like i wasn't asked about the morning i would love to (laughs) get another hundred (laughs) k mindy comes to present her vision her team's vision of the christmas eve party she's built these presentation boxes that look like they're just a box that the the stapled together pictures go in they flip through together <laughs> it's like old-fashioned christmas theme but one part that was great was that she showed she's like mindy's like i found this old-fashioned mailbox and marcy it is the happiest i've seen courtney in three years on the show I she mean- lurches forward like i love it <laughs> we'll write letters to santa how old because they're how old was courtney and and courtney when the robert and and chris um, divorced oh when they divorced i his teens could that be right maybe because there is a clear a clear point in courtney's life that she is trying to go back to right yeah, now absolutely there is some trauma that happened and maybe it wasn't the divorce maybe it was something worse or you know that we don't we couldn't even imagine but there is something at this like 10 year old age for her 
Yeah. That she really stuck on it. Yes. That she has figured out in therapy recently and she is in it. Yes. And, and she is trying to like, and she's like all around it and there's a bunch of control issues and there's something happening there. (sighs) Well, I mean, after all that, we then have like Chloe and Chris in their confessional basically being like, oops, we're annoying. (laughs) (laughs) It made me laugh really hard. They're like, we're kind of fucking annoying. (laughs) Yeah. We like to torture our family. (laughs) It was like, give me more of that i want to watch a big meaty dumb thick scene and then have them be like we're dumb (laughs) like it's so funny when it came to the party i was like i love this aesthetic it's perfect it's like everything i would ever want absolutely right if courtney said yes to any of it then i respect her more than ever yeah um there was no filming allowed at the party that we just got like their stuff for the footage but you know like you said like you said earlier, when they took the party away from Chris, like they changed the guest list. It was more intimate is what they called it. Mm-hmm. But you know what it really was? It was missing everyone exciting. I know. And that's what happened last year, too. Like yeah. there were no big stars because Mm-mm. Chris Jenner wasn't doing it. They forget Jennifer Lawrence is not best friends with Kim. Yeah. She's best friends with her martini swilling, dear beloved Chris Jenner. Fools. Yes. We talked about this like what up wait, what was it that made me have that epiphany an episode or two ago where I was like, Oh, on the wine tasting, I was like, Oh my god, Chris is so fun. No wonder. Yeah. I want to hang out with her so badly. I would hang out with her above the rest of everybody else on the show. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe like Chloe is fun, but you know the rest of them is dry toast. They are dry, yes. dry, dry. And they're not coming there to have like a gospel choir, God bless them, literally. <laughs> they don't want to see the Sunday service. They want to see who Chris has paid money to come perform. Yeah. And they don't care about Sia that much. Like, Never, I, well, she's already like she's be jo- joined the family now for long enough. It's not uh, even like a big reveal. She's I really like there. do miss though the A listers. Like, you used to see so many people pop up in the background. Like, where's my Real Housewife bitches? Like, where's <sighs> I know it look. It used to look like how Diddy's fiftieth birthday looked this year, where it was just I like, know. oh shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I did think it was funny that Sia wants to be adopted, then she. Rem- she could just marry Rob. Very funny. And then we got to see a little more glimpse of Rob. We got a Rob glimpse. Make me a little Christmas present to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. And I mean, as far as I noticed, I thought it was beautiful. Oh, wait, we have a last thing. Uh, is that then they do like this sort of button scene at the end at Chloe's house after oh, yeah, the party. Yeah, yeah. I meant like that was it for the party. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. notice anything else. But no, no, no. That's all that I saw. There was like no party to be seen. Um and then yeah they like are wrapping up and like Courtney Kim's across from her Chris is there and Courtney's like basically trying to be like did everybody have fun and instead of just asking like a normal person she's like everyone said that my party was the best one yet (laughs) you know what's so funny Jess she said it that her party was the best one yet while she had a clump of mashed potato on her silk sleeve 
Oh, I didn't see. She's it. like got food on her fork, and there's like a. I was like, is that icing or mashed? But this mashed potato. It's like a clump of mashed potato on her like silk blouse. She's like, everyone love my part of the best. Like even if that was true, the idea of like with anyone sitting across from people who've like thrown it. That yes, you were the hero. You took the party, everything. But it being like mine was the best, right? <laughs> <laughs> to the to the people that like spent tons of money and time and energy throwing it the two years or two one and then 35 years previous also like, oh my god you hate them and would never compliment them no i just was like oh bless her heart right it, mine was the best right <laughs> it was very funny i liked it but yeah that was it oh, also they got more puppies and i was like okay well. and it, it all worked out they did their like new more uh, christmas morning tradition courtney stayed up till 3 a.m i guess setting up uh she needed to let us know that because she's a hero and it all worked out and now they're gonna probably do that moving forward and got all these millionaires and billionaires managed to somehow how do they somehow do it how figure it out <laughs> i don't know how she doesn't it was is a true hero's journey for everybody um well that's it that's yeah. the end of the app we will continue covering up covering oh no oh boy covering you up. just Nobody's told covering all our secrets we're <laughs> paid by them we are cover up artists we'll continue covering up the kardashians we'll continue covering keeping up with the kardashians season 18 um for the duration of the season you can find it on e or on hulu uh, we release uh, new episodes every monday you can check out our website kardashianit.com we have merch there guys we got um, we've, cute merch we have really cute merch there's really fun stuff um go check it out um and subscribe on apple Podcasts. rate and review it helps us so much check out our twitter and instagram and like our facebook page email us at carditionit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to carditionit bye, bye.